MLM Nation, episode 127. Every single decision that we make, um, you know, little things throughout the day, those are the little things that are going to make a huge impact on, on the outcome of your life and where you are today in your life. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. This show is brought to you by MLM Nation Insider. So what is Insider? Insider is a true university-style learning center and couldn't be further from any ordinary membership site or other MLM trainings. We just launched a new training center for Insider members. Every aspect of this new environment and the trainings house there were built for one reason, to give you a library of mini courses with checklists and shortcuts. You can pick any of network marketing, any area of network marketing that you want to improve on, such as how to use social media to grow your business, how to approach co-market prospects, how to find prospects in your new city, and so on, and find an implementation guide to get you up and running quickly. I also host a special coaching webinar every week for insider members, so you can join in on the fun and get solutions to any obstacles you may be facing in your business. So whatever you need help with, you can ask me. All you have to do is contact me through the special email address that in- only insider members have. That, so contact me through the special email address, and I'll answer it on the webinars. And even if you can't make the webinars, you can still ask me a question. I'll answer it, and you can listen to the recording, which is posted 12 hours later in the special membership site. You'll also be able to connect with all the other MLM Nation Insider members in our private Facebook group and attend special get-togethers through MLM Nation live events. And I'll tell you what, we are having a ton of fun, this group. And for this is special for you. For being a special, loyal listener of the MLM Nation podcast, I want to give you a special opportunity to take a dollar test drive. Yes, you can take a dollar trial. You get access to all the MLM Nation resources for seven days for only one dollar. So head over to MLMNationInsider.com. That's MLMNationInsider.com, and I'll catch you there. And now, let's get ready for our guest today. Ready? Three, two, one. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm super fired up today to bring an MLM legend on our show, John Haremza. John, are you ready to make it happen? Hey, uh, Simon, I'm excited to be with you here today, so uh, let's do it. John Haremza is a network marketing legend with 25 years in the business and has earned over $15 million. He has averaged over a million a year for the last 10 years. But his all-time proudest accomplishment has been leading his people to earnings of over $250 million and changing countless lives. John has been featured in multiple publications, such as Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective Networkers, Network Marketing Times, and has been on the cover of Your Business at Home magazine. He's also been named one of the top 21 MLM leaders in the world in John Milton Fogg's recent book, The Greatest Networkers in the World. John also himself recently published his own book, Right or Almost Right, The Fine Line Between Phenomenal Success and Average Results in Network Marketing. Before MLM, John worked as a maintenance manager in a small potato chip factory and never sold anything in his life and had no business experience. He also had dyslexia, which is a severe learning disability. Back then, John only had one goal, which was to be invisible 
and hide. And he felt lucky that he was even able to graduate from high school. But somehow, network marketing found him. And today, we're going to hear his story of how MLM changed John Harema's life and how he how he's also been able to create a lasting legacy. So, John, I just share MLM Nation a kind of not like a brief but long intro, but I could go on and on. But please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. <clears throat> well, uh, Simon, that's uh, that's a great um, question and story, actually. Um, you know, because of my learning disability of dyslexia, you know, in high school, you know, I was, I mean, I truly just tried to be invisible. Um, you know, you know, you know, when you, back then it really wasn't understood, right? And so when you were, you know, being called to read out loud in class and I had to leave, you know, leave the class to take tests and different things. So I was, you know, teased and taunted. So I, I really had no self-esteem, right? No self-confidence, really just wanted, I was a total introvert. I mean, I wouldn't even say hi to someone unless they said hi to me first. And so, you know, the whole idea of, of me getting involved in anything really dealing with people or sales in general, you know, was just not something that I even thought was possible. I, I didn't even think about it, right? I, I mean, it's not a matter of thinking if it's possible. I just didn't even think about it. And so a friend of mine, 26 years ago, I guess now, invited me out to his house to look at a water filter. And, uh, um, uh, you know, I thought he wanted me to build a display play, right? I'm look at the quality, you probably certainly not get involved in in sales of any type. Well, um, and this will tie into another point later, but uh, there was a, a, a breakdown. Again, I was a maintenance person, a welder, right, at a potato chip factory, started there right out of high school. And so uh, there was a breakdown at the plant, and I ended up two hours late for this meeting. And this was in rural Minnesota. Um, there were a couple what I call suits, uh, from Minneapolis. And I, I call them suits because I didn't own a suit, right? And so these guys had driven, you know, three and a half hours to come present in this home and, and they held the meeting up for me. And here I come walking in, you know, wearing a, a, a blue uniform, smelling like a potato chip, protective goggles and a hairnet. And uh, I could just see the disappointment on these, these two suits from Minneapolis. Like, you know, we just, you know, traveled, th- waited two hours, traveled three and a half hours, for this guy, right? <laughs> there were five people at the meeting that night. All of us got excited. Matter of fact, I got so excited, I wrote a checkout on the spot for $480 to buy four of these water filters. They, they, we, the wholesale was uh, $120. And, um, but the next morning, uh, I was the only one left excited. But I was, I was engaged at the time. This was December of 88, my, um, uh, I was getting married December 17th. And so here I, you know, show my fiance, these four water filters, um, just wrote a check for 480. Uh, she thought I had completely lost my mind and, uh, she wanted me to stop payment on the check. And I'm just like, you know, it's not going to be a problem. They're going to hold it till Friday, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the way these filters were sold, and I want to share this story, Simon, just because so many people out there, you know, they're, they're, you know, they get introduced or they're involved and they're really asking themselves, you know, can I really do this? I mean, do I know enough? Am I smart enough? I mean, can this really work for me? And, and I believe, you know, through my experiences, one of the reasons I think I've had the success I've had is because I truly do believe anyone can do it. Anyone can do this. Um, and, and so here's how much I knew, right? I did all I could see 
was buying a filter for 120 and selling it for 179. The way these things were sold is you you what we call the puppy dog approach. You would take and um, you know get someone to try them for a week like a you know like a puppy and they wouldn't want to give it up. And so I drove to a neighboring town, knocked on doors, got three people at four filters, got three people to agree to try it for a week. Came back a week later, brought my brother with me for moral support, sold one of the three. And I, I, you know, I looked at my brother and I said, oh, my God, I'm going to be rich. And, and now he wanted in. Right. I mean, that's the easiest fifty nine dollars uh, you know, I had ever earned in my life. And he's like, wow, that's unbelievable. He wanted in. And, and, it, and to get you know, and I went on to buy five thousand dollars worth of filters. Well, now he wanted in. And I said, OK, you're my brother. I'm going to let you into this, but we need to make a pact between us. No one else is to know about this. Right. And so, I mean, that was my entry into the industry. I mean, all I could see was selling filters didn't want anyone to even know that they could do this because I'm like, why would I want to create my own competition? And so it's interesting, you know, where you start and and what can happen, um, you know, with consistency and with focus and determination and 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 faith. Um, anyway, what what I went on doing that, just knocking on doors, selling filters uh, ended up going to a meeting uh, in the closest town to me, which was, you know, bigger town, which is Fargo, North Dakota, you know, came up to the presenter afterwards. And I'm like, wow, this is so exciting. We're going to go canvas Fargo and knock on doors and put a bunch of filters up. And he says, you're going to do what? And I said, we're going to knock on doors. And, and he says, you know, I made $203,000 last year. And if you told me I had to knock on doors to do it, I'd have never done it. And he says, who's your upline? I told him, he says, you're actually in my downline. After the meeting, I went up to his room. He showed me the concept of leverage, right, of recruiting others, of, of selling the dream rather than just selling the product. Had a complete paradigm shift. Um, and, uh, you know, six months later, I, I was able to quit my job at, at the maintenance place. I was full time 16 or excuse me. Yeah, 16 months into this. I'm 24 years old. I'm a national marketing director in the company, um, you know, thinking, I mean, you know, that I had really arrived. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a crazy experience. And, and uh, I mean, I look back on that experience. It was a great time, learned a lot of lessons, you know, cut my teeth and the fundamentals about the business. But um, so that's kind of my entry, you know. So if you're listening and thinking, can I do this? I'm telling you, doesn't matter what you do, where you live, what's your background, education, financial position. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you recognize it, number one, and you take action, number two, and stay focused and consistent. So kind of a long answer, Simon, to your question, but uh, um, I hope uh, I hope that, um, you know, gave some insight. I'm interested to know because we all know, like, uh, we, ourselves, we're our biggest enemy. So you were very shy and quiet. How did you get – what was the mental talk, the self-talk? How did you overcome that to even go door-to-door and, you know, and – Give people that the puppy clothes, like you know, letting them letting them keep that water filter. How did you break over that fear? Well, um, you know, I think you turn that fear into fuel, right? I mean, I I I couldn't afford to lose the money. Number one, I had to do it, and and I got you know really really excited with what I had saw and saw an opportunity to change my life, right? And so I pushed myself, you know, out of that comfort zone. Um, you know, I love, I think it's Zig Ziglar. He says, life's like a grindstone, right? You know, it's either going to grind you down or polish you up. And so I, I, you know, I pushed through. But one of the things I guess that gave me the confidence to do it is and because of my reading and, you know, I couldn't read or spell for, you know, like, 
you know, at an elementary level, right? And so I saw it as something I could do that didn't require me to read or spell. So I started thinking, you know what, I can do this because I can, you know, so I get, you know, and I'm talking to people I don't know, right? I'm knocking on doors. And, uh, and, and so, um, and then of course, you know, as you do it and you have a win, something happens, you begin to, um, you know, get more confident. You begin to, uh, you know, the, what's that old saying when you know, and you know, you know, uh, confidence replaces that fear. And so, so that was, that's part of it. And then of course, uh, you know, you know, almost, uh, shortly once I realized business wise, I, I got introduced to the whole idea of personal development and, and I mean, that completely and totally changed my life. You know, I love talking to legends like you who've been in the business for so many years, like uh, two and a half, uh, almost three decades now. Going through this uh, in the last 25, 26 years, what would you consider to be a worst moment in network marketing to the point where you, you had doubts about this whole profession, you wanted to maybe quit, but somehow you kept going. And because of that, you are where you are today. Oh, gosh. You know, um, I think most people in this industry and even us at the higher levels, you know, we have those days, those, 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 um, you know, points of question and, and frustration and, and, you know, wondering. Um, and of course, when you're brand new in the industry, you're excited, uh, but you're also very fragile. And, you know, you're just waiting for that one thing, you know, to, to all of a sudden happen and say, oh, God, I, you know, um, I knew it was too good to be true. And it's just like all of the wind comes out of your sails. Right. And 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 very, very difficult. So for me, I mean, I was with um, this water filter company. And so um, there was another company that that I had um, learned of. And they had just gotten on the news, like, you know, 48 hours or Nightline or something like that. And, you know, was being, you know, accused of a pyramid or something, you know, something along those lines that it wasn't legal or whatever. And 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 it's just like all of the wind came out of my sails and, you know, thinking, oh, my God, I knew it was too good to be true. Uh, and then, of course, you know, um, and that's it's kind of too bad things like that happen, you know, where, you know, these young reporters or somebody trying to make a name of themselves completely and totally don't understand what it is we do. And and they go and do something like that. But, you know, I pushed through and, uh, um, you know, continued to believe. And, and of course, that company, you know, that, you know, that was a, a non-issue. But, um, you know, for me, at my fragile state of my development, it was it was a kind of a devastating blow thinking, oh, my God. You know, so what kept you going? Like, what reaffirmed your belief? Like, hey, this is it. Don't read the news and media. Keep going. What What kept you there? Well, I mean, at that time, I was already making some money, and and I, you know, and and of course, my upline had tapped into me, and and of course, they've been more, they were more experienced, uh, and so they, you know, helped me through that, and and that kind of brings up another point because. You know, that's what you need to do when you're an upline, when you're leading a group is, you know, you, uh, you understanding that your members are fragile, um, you know, whether it's a dream stealer or something like, you know, got on the news or whatever. And so um, you almost got to be a life support system, right, for your team. And so they reached out to me and, and you know, helped me understand that, you know, this, you know, whole news thing and what was happening was, you know, completely, um, you know, not right. You know, the, the, the you know, it. It's just, you know, a reporter that doesn't understand and they pick the cat and the, the news, you know, the, the, the program up or whatever. And so I guess gave me that confidence that it was, you know, it was all ridiculous and, and there was nothing to it. And of course, that's what the case ended up being. And, and so, it, you know, gave me that confidence to move forward. 
Now, let's shift gears and talk about uh, another story in your journey. What was your major aha moment? You, you know, you talked about you went to Fargo, and you didn't even know how the business worked, and that the guy taught you about the leverage and sponsoring and selling the dream. What was the turning point where you really became really successful and, and your business just exploded? What was the aha moment or the light bulb moment? <clears throat> well, I think the light bulb where I really believed – Right. That I could not just, you know, do this, but really believed I could could succeed in it. Right. Because I, I had I had understood the concept of network marketing that, you know, had that paradigm shift when I had went to that meeting in Fargo. Um, a few months after that, I you know, because now I started instead of just selling product, I was selling the opportunity and prospecting. And and I uh, um, lived about 200 miles from Minneapolis. I went to a meeting in Minneapolis and. I never will never forget this. This guy, um, you know, walked across the stage and it's the only thing I remember of the whole meeting. And he was wearing bib overhauls. Um, you know, uh, one pants leg was tucked into his boot, had a baseball hat on. And, and he said he made $10,000 last month. And I'm just like, oh my God, if this guy can do it, I can do it. It, it, it gave me a level of uh, I guess I just identified with the person as an everyday Joe, somebody who made it um, and, you know, soft spoken, just a, I just felt, you know what, if he can do it, I can do it. It gave me that level of confidence and belief that I could actually, um, you know, do something great with it rather than just be, you know, a participant, if that makes sense. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh, let's talk about your recent book. You uh, you wrote right or almost right the fine line between phenomenal success and average results in network marketing. Uh, so share a little bit about the book and um, maybe give a couple of tips from the book. Well, um, you know the inspiration I guess behind the book. It's something I've been thinking about for a long time. Uh, you know, having been involved for twenty six years and and meeting so many great people. Right. I mean, that's one thing about our industry. I mean, it is full of talented great, ambitious, I mean, just quality individuals. I mean, there's no no question in my mind, you know, anyone, regardless of the income that they earn, their participation, you know, in what we do here, in this industry of network marketing, um, they become a better person in, in so many areas of their life, whether, they, whether they're making money or not. But, but here's what I, you know, what I was, you know, kind of witnessing is talented you know, hardworking, seemingly doing everything right, but not having the success, right? And so, uh, you know, you know, and them, them, you know, struggling and ask, thinking they're doing it everything right, and asking me questions, or you know, and I'd say, well, what are you, you know, what are you doing? And what I'm, what I really discovered is that it's the little things, those those minor adjustments to what it is you're already doing. That, that makes the difference between struggling and thriving. It's that fine line, right? And so, you know, through all of these years of, of talking to people and, and really learning from them of what they're doing and, and what they could, you know, do just a little better that would make that a difference. Uh, and so I just, you know, collected all these things. The book is written in a very conversational manner, you know, with all kinds of questions that we encounter or think about or struggle with, you know, throughout, um, you know, building our business. And, and really help, you know, people understand um, where they can make that little adjustment, right? Where they can make that little adjustment uh, that can make all the difference in their world. So that's really the inspiration, um, you know, right or almost right, that fine line between phenomenal success and average results. And so, uh, I mean, I believe it's, you know, it's not just packed full of uh, what I believe. It's not, you know, 
it's an inspirational tool because it has my my story in the front end of it that I think people can identify with an everyday person, right? And and making it and the frustrations and struggles that I had. Um, but it, and then it has concrete, rock solid, common sense um, answers to so many of the questions and struggles and frustrations that people have. And and then you know, of course, you know, also talks about the. Uh, you know, really the, the basics of the, the process of building a business, right? So I think it's a very, very, um, you know, complete book. What would you say, uh, people who listen to the show, they're in network marketing, they, they, they're not quitters, right? But maybe one of the challenges they have is when they sponsor someone, um, they're all often disappointed that that person doesn't do much. What is one or two things, you could you talk about the fine line, adjustments that they could make to get better duplication and less um, attrition? Well, I, I mean, this kind of comes back to another major point. And, um, you know, because people ask me all the time, John, you know, what is the most important? I mean, what is the one thing? Right. And, uh, you know, I always come back with this is is people by people. Right. It's your passion, posture, belief, enthusiasm about what it is you're doing that will attract or influence others. Right. So one of the adjustments that I think people can make is in their story. There's so many little things in that initial approach of of prospecting um, that, uh, you know, that can make a big difference. I mean, from, you know, talking too much, uh, you know, to not talking with enough energy and excitement, because again, people by people, it's not what you say, right? It's how you feel about what you say. And you can, you can have two people, and I'm sure you would identify and agree with this, two people get, delivering the identical information one with that sparkle in their eye, that spring in their step, that posture in their voice, that excitement, and the other just delivering information. And and promise you, you're going to have two completely different results. And so, um, again, so too many people, I think, try to have it, you know, this canned presentation. I mean, you come from the heart. You come from the heart of a sense of true belief in what you're doing. You're going to get people's attention, right? And then fine tune that to where you're not rambling and and losing their attention. And of course, one of the ways to examine if if you're doing it right or almost right, because um, again, if you're doing it, you think you're doing it right, right? Um, but if you're not having the results, I mean, if you're not capturing people's imagination, if you're not getting them to say, I want to know more, uh, guess what? You don't have a good story, right? <laughs> you're, you're not capturing anybody's imagination. So that's a good place to start uh, is with your story. Now, let's talk about your vision of network marketing. You've seen a lot of things uh, in the last tw- you know, 25, 26 years. Uh, how have you seen the profession change and what excites you most about network marketing now? Well, um, you know, I think the profession itself, I mean, I, I look back many, many years ago, it, 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 uh, number one, it wasn't probably as understood as it is today. Um, you know, a lot of naysayers, a lot of people just didn't understand. So I think the industry itself is more understood, um, you know, more accepted. Yes, there's still the skeptics and the people that don't understand and say you're dreaming and it's a pyramid and it'll never, you know, there are still those people, no question. Right. And, um, but I think the industry itself is has kind of refined itself, and the uh, the internet, you know, social media. I mean, that has completely changed our business. Um, but again, it's changed our business. But a lot of people misuse it, right? Um, you know, because you get these people that come along and think that you know you you can build a business through some automated system without talking to people, just you know, through the internet or through social media. And I and I, you know, my contention is if that ever works. 
Um, what do they need us for, right? Companies can do that stuff on their own, right? That's a good I mean, point. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is a people buying people business. And, and, and so, like, you know, even from a social media standpoint, you know, I mean, it's a great way to, to stimulate an interest. But, it, but as soon as there's an interest established, people say, well, what do I say now? And I'm like, you know, what you say is when can we talk, right? You want to get them on the phone. Right. You want to get them on the phone and share. I mean, you're, you're whether it's through Facebook or whatever. So I think the Internet, Facebook, social media has changed. But it also so it's a great thing. But it also um, has posed some challenges because information gets out there so quickly. Um, you know, there's so much information on the Internet that is not correct. And, and, you know, I mean, we can talk about that, too. But I mean, it's nothing more than a bathroom wall. We know that. Right. But too many people think anything on the Internet is true. And uh, and it's not true. It's just an opinion. And so helping people sort through some of the overwhelming uh, information that's now readily available to them, uh, helping them understand that that they do have to talk to people and 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 not hide behind the, the you know the the internet or social media uh, that that if they really want to be successful, it's a relationship building business and it takes interaction, right? Um, you know whether it's belly to belly over the phone or whether it's you know face to face. I mean that's still what I believe our business is, and I don't think that will ever change. You know, um, uh, it just, you know, so understanding how to use that tool more. Uh, but I, I definitely believe that our industry itself um, is just so effective and efficient and, and, you know, it's being, you know, recognized more nationally. So I think uh, I think our industry is um, um, really on the verge of, of becoming uh, really, really bigger and greater than it's ever been. What would you consider to be a proudest moment in network marketing? Well, um, I get, you know, and, and I, uh, for me, I guess it was, I was in Dallas, Texas, and I, I was, you know, nobody knew that I had dyslexia at this point, right? I mean, I did a really great job hiding it. And I was one of the, you know, featured speakers with this company. This is my second company in the industry. And I was one of the, uh, you know, one of the featured speakers on, on stage, um, you know, you know, because I can't read. I all I had was some posted notes with some handwritten notes that nobody else could read. Uh, I'm up on the podium. I get confused and 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 lose lose track of what I'm what I'm doing. And I just paused, and I told my story. Right, I told my story about dyslexia, and you could have heard a pin drop. There's about five thousand people in the audience. You could have heard a pin drop. Um, and what I realized at that moment is how empowering, you know, something that I was embarrassed of, something that I, you know, hid behind, that I was ashamed of, that something came over me and I just shared it. I shared my experience in high school and and dyslexia and the and the this and and it was what I found was so many people, I mean to the tune of hundreds um, the impact that it had, I mean, coming up to me and they maybe they stuttered or maybe cuz it seems like everybody has something. And that was another you know, when I think back, another major, major turning point for me is realizing that my story is empowering, right? Because everybody struggles and, and has that self-doubt. And and so um, from a standpoint of thinking about it, you know what, that's probably one of my proudest moments um, because of the impact that it had on, on everyone. Mm, thank you for sharing that. That's I couldn't almost picture that, you know, going out on stage and like just fumbling there and then sharing that story. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Very inspiring. Um, John, as we go towards the end of the show, just really some quick questions to pick your brain, okay? 
And uh, one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, that's easy. Um, you know, Jim Rowan, work harder on yourself than you do on your job, right? Work on your job, you make a living. Work on yourself, you make a fortune. I mean, that was, I mean, the whole entry into personal development and, and, and philosophy, success philosophy, but that one particular quote um, completely, in, I mean, you embrace the, the essence of that, of the meaning of that quote, and it'll change your life, right? Uh, and so, um, you know, that really helped me better understand, right, the whole purpose behind personal development. And of course, network marketing is all about personal development, but, but then, you know, taking it to the next level with the people like a Jim Rowan, right? Jim Rowan, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. No question, that's, that was uh, probably the, the strongest quote in my life. What's one habit that's helped you become successful? Well, um, I, I, and I think it would be tied into another key point. And, and if I am knowing for anything, and that is consistency, right? I mean, the basics of our business, what, let's refer to it as your DMO, right? Your daily method of operation. I mean, there's nothing fancy about me. But I can tell you this. I step up and swing the bat every day. I am consistent, right? I'm consistent in my daily activity, um, you know, to build my business. And and here's what I know is if you're not, this is another major, you know, point, a flaw that so many people have is they're sprinters. They'll they'll go out and go nuts for two weeks and then they disappear for two weeks. You know, consistency will win the race. If you're not consistent, uh, you're going to be starting over all the time. What's the best advice you ever received? Well, um, you know, <laughs> I think back of, uh, and this is probably the best advice I received, but never took, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that is, um, you know, don't try to, you know, compete with the Joneses, right? In a sense. And, uh, you know, if I refine my book and put a chapter in there, I'm going to do this, uh, is I'm going to talk, of, I'm going to put a chapter in on this. And that is being, you know, financially responsible when, it, when especially the everyday person gets involved and all of a sudden they start making money more than they've ever thought possible. And they, they start overspending. They start, you know, getting themselves too deep. I can tell you what I, what I, where, where, what I believe, what I hope um, people really take from this comment is, I mean, true success is, is, is completely debt free, right. Um, to, to eliminate all that overhead and pressure. Right. So, uh, it was, you know, told to me early on, I, you know, just never took it as serious and, and, you know, have found myself in some challenge, even with all the money I've made, um, you know, I found myself in some challenging situations because I, you know, got over my head. What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? Say if you have a prospect who's interested in the business. Do you uh, sit down and use a flip chart? Uh, do you show you know use a company a magazine, a newsletter, or do you send them to a webinar, or do you send a link to a video? What do you like to use? Well, I mean now um, you know the course the key to any tool, right? The key to any tool and having that tool be effective is setting it up properly, right? If you don't get the person excited to want to review whatever that, whether it's a magazine, a video, a website, whatever it is, I mean, if you don't set it up and that, that stimulating of that interest prior to them sending the tool, the tool is not going to get reviewed, right? So, so that's number one, but, but, you know, then I think it, whatever the tool is, because until someone's ex- really, really excited, um, cause you know, bringing someone into our business is a process, not an event. You know, we, we forget, you know, the process we went through, right, to, to from introduction to building that belief to finally saying yes, right? Very few people see something and jump, 
right? They, it takes a process. And so, you know, stimulating that interest to, to want to review a tool, keeping that, don't overwhelm them with information. So whether for me, um, it would probably be, um, you know, sending a link to a very short video that they can't go get confused with other stuff. To, and then, and then, of course, the fortune is in the follow up, uh, not waiting ten days to call back, call them back, but but almost immediately after, right? Do you have a favorite online resource like an Evernote or Dropbox or like a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, you know, probably not. I, you know, I'm I'm more of a belly to belly. Although I, you know, obviously use social media and and all that kind of stuff to communicate and stay connected and 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 reach out to people. But um, you know, offhand, I, you know, I don't I don't think I have one. Aside from your book, is there one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Um, gosh, there's so many. There's so many great you know great books. Uh, you know, in the industry, I think you know. Looking back again, because I'm not a reader, right? I'm, I'm, you know, still struggle with dyslexia today. So, uh, you know, reading a book is a very difficult, you know, thing. So, I guess from a standpoint of, of let's not say a book per se. I guess it's a book, you know, because I did it more in the audio version. But, um, you know, anything by Jim Rowan. But if you if you look at everything within the personal development space. It all truly spawns from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And I'm sure everybody talks about it, but it truly does. Almost everything spawns from that one single book from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. And so I guess that would be the, the teachings from that would probably be um, the book that has had the greatest impact, even though many of the lessons were taught through someone like Jim Rowan. And ML Nation, I know you love audios because you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audiobook like Think and Grow Rich at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. So, John, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Yep. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business. And I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids. And also have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here's some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? 
You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you'll learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure clothes. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script. Why it's a six-figure close? Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This three different days at four different times. So they can so that anyone around the world, because I know MLM Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you don't know. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, and they spoke English. But yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom from the last 26 years. What is the first thing or the first place you will go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Wow. Um, you know, that's, uh, I guess, I mean, if you don't know anyone, um, you know, it's just a matter of wherever you can get with people joining groups or whatever, any way you can meet or connect with someone. Uh, I think, you know, from a standpoint of doing that, um, again, this is just a little tip that I think many people make a mistake is they, they immediately try to pitch somebody or, or, uh, you know, um, you know, give them a drink with a fire hose, unload on them. Right. And that old saying that Stephen Covey says, right, seek first to understand, then to be understood. If I were to go somewhere, know no one, right, and and want to um, recruit someone, the first thing I would do is I would try to develop a relationship with them, right? I would I would not jump into my business. I would find out about them. I'd be asking questions on a personal level to getting to know them, um, to build a little bit of rapport and trust before I, I, I went into the prospecting aspect of it, if that makes sense. I, I think that's another major area people are, you know, that somewhat kind of gives our industry a bad name, that people just go right into it. You know, you know that old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? Learn about the person, even if that's a stranger, people love to talk about themselves. Uh, so anywhere there's people, you know, start talking to them, building a little bit of rapport, you know, um, uh, show some interest. You know, not just one more quick little tip or thought I want to share, Simon, if it's okay. And that is um, my own personal philosophy that I think if you embrace will have a major impact on the outcome of your life. And that is uh, what I call my small step philosophy. I talk about it in the book. The, the, the basis of it is this, is every decision, every decision or, and or step that you take, regardless of how small or insignificant, it seems at the time it has an impact on the outcome of your life, right? I mean, everything, every single step. Now, we backed the clock up 26 years ago. Um, you know, here I was um, working at that potato chip factory, uh, invited out to this home party, had a breakdown at the factory, uh, you know, ended up putting in a 10-hour day. I could have, I, all I wanted to do was, you know, go home and sink into the couch, 
right? Um, and that would have been a very easy decision to make. But instead, I made a decision to follow through with my commitment and go to that, that party uh, to learn about that water filter. And so you think about that one tiny decision and the impact that that has had on my life. But then you think of the compounding effect of that. Um, I mean, literally from that one little decision to go to the meeting versus go home, what I wanted to do um, has probably, you know, touched several hundred thousand people's lives. I mean, think about that. So don't, I mean, whether even that little decision to talk to somebody, to be on a conference call, every single decision that we make, um, you know, little things throughout the day, those are the little things that are going to make a huge impact on, on the outcome of your life and where you are today in your life. Fantastic advice. Thank you so much for that. Uh, John, any last words? And then what's the best way our listeners uh, can connect with you and contact or re- learn more about you? Well, <clears throat> you can go to right or almostright.com. Uh, and that's, you can actually, from there, you can, you know, I've got a ton of generic little one-minute video. I think I have like 41-minute video lessons on there um, on writeralmostright.com. Uh, you know, great. It's a completely 100% generic site full of, of, of knowledge and information to, to help, you know, people learn and, and, and understand. Um, you know, definitely connect with me on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm very active, uh, you know, on social media and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. And so, uh, you know, love to, you know, have you connect on, on, on Facebook. And, and uh, um, I guess that would probably be, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my way to, you know, stay connected with people. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with John Haremza. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in John uh, at the search bar, J-O-H-N. If you want to put in his last name, it's H-A-R-E-M-Z-A. But if you just put in John, it will show up. Uh, the link to John's book, the link to John's website, his Facebook will be right there. And all the nuggets of wisdom that John shared will be right there. So make sure you connect with him. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, John, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, John, again, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. ML Nation, before we do the important recap and review, here's a final call to action to head over to MLNationInsider.com. We have launched a new trading center for ML Nation Insiders. So what is Insider? You know, Insider is a true university-style learning center and couldn't be further from any alternate membership site or other MLM trainings. Every aspect of this new environment and the trainings out there were built for one reason, and that's to give you a library of mini courses with checklists and shortcuts. You can pick any area of network marketing that you want to improve on, such as social media, how to use code. Know, approach cold markets, how to find prospects in a new city, and find an implementation guide to get you up and running quickly. I also host a special coaching webinar every week for insider members. So you can come in and join in on the fun and get solutions to any obstacles you may be facing in your business. So whatever you need help with, you can ask me. All you have to do is contact me through the special email address that only insider members have. And even if you can't make the webinar live, you can still email me that question and I'll answer it. And you can listen to the recording 12 hours later. You'll also be able to connect with all the other MLM Nation insiders. Could we talk about a network, how invaluable that is? You can connect with that network in a private Facebook group and get you know, attend special get-togethers through MLM Nation live events, and you know, we are having a ton, a ton of fun. And for being a loyal listener of MLM Nation podcast, I want to give you a special opportunity. 
I appreciate you. A special opportunity to take a dollar test drive. You get access to all the ML Nation resources for seven days for only one dollar. So head over to MLNationInsider.com. That's MLNationInsider.com. And now let's go over the main aha moments and action steps that you must take after lessons we just learned from our special guest today. ML Nation, I love talking to the legends, these people who have been in the business for so long. A uh, really inspiring story from John Haremza. You know, that's what I love on network marketing. It doesn't discriminate, right? It doesn't matter what school you go to, what ethnicity, how old you are. Anyone can be successful. And uh, even a guy, you know, a maintenance manager at a potato chip, a small potato chip factory and uh, dressed in this, you know, all white blue gear. Uh, he showed up. And so that's one thing. You never prejudge prospects. You never know. You know, he talked about the people, you know, those leaders in suits who drove two, two and a half hours to this tiny town, Perham, Minnesota. You know, one look at him. This guy's dyslexia, uh, has trouble learning, but you never prejudge. You never, you can never tell the heart, uh, the fire that's burning. The people, someone, you know, because someone could be the quietest kid. And I could relate to John. You want to be invisible? I used to be like that. You know, back in high school, even back in college at some point, uh, I, I was cool with my friends, but if it's something I barely know, I would actually cross the other side of the street because I didn't want to say hi. I was like shy like that, you know, but network marketing uh, changes lives. And that's what's so, so inspiring. A couple of lessons here, you know, from John. Uh, number one is, I think some of you are, ex- what John says, excited but fragile, right? And Part of being success as a successful entrepreneur, your journey is to learn to be, you know, not excited, but still do the business, right? but not be excited, but you can still do it, but you become less fragile. I think a lot of new distributors come in, they're excited, but they're so fragile. Once one or two bad rejections or things don't work out or people quit, boom, you're gone, right? You got to become more solid. Don't be fragile. Excitement is good, but make sure you don't have fragility to come with it. You got to be solid. And, and I've seen like, as I've talked to, even myself, as I've grown, sometimes I don't, I'm not as excited, but it comes with, you, I don't let things phase me. And a lot of these leaders, like John talked about, like um, a company, you know, another company got shut down, there's over in the media, you know, but he, he was solid, right? He didn't let that affect him. He knew, hey, this business works, it's legal, it works, so just no matter what the media says, we're going to stay on course. And just one another thing guaranteed in life is always negative things will happen. Okay, it's always going to happen, but but don't be fragile. Stay on course. Another valuable lesson from John is is you know people are buying you, people are buying you, right? So don't think that oh the product sells the stuff, the company sells the stuff. People are buying you. If they weren't buying you, they, the companies wouldn't need you, right? The M- your MLM company wouldn't need you. They could just do their own social media marketing campaign, right? So at the end of the day, especially when I talk about uh, with Facebook and social media, post stuff about you. Be the person that people want to be curious about to learn from. Don't just be posting company links and be a, like an infomercial or like a, you know, a commercial rap for your company, right? Because the company really doesn't need you. They have a big marketing budget. Instead of paying us the commissions, they could pay other people to come. You know, they can just go out and do advertising. But the strength is the relationship marketing. People are buying you first. Never forget about that, okay? It's go, at the end of the day, it's a relationship business. Um, you can use social media to 
gaining relationships to enhance that relationship. But at the end of the day, it's a relationship business. And that's why I always prefer, you know, my, one of my tips, I think big mistakes that people make is just like texting back and forth and not talking in person, uh, talking on the phone or face-to-face on Skype. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's a relationship business, people buying you. So think about this. And you're, the way you present yourself, the way you dress, the way you talk, the way you, uh, the stuff you post on social media, are you being a person that people want to learn more about? Are you being that person people want to buy from, right? Because people are always buying you. Don't forget that. Um, by the way, I don't want to go, I can go on and on about that. But if you really want to learn more about how to market yourself, how to approach people better, go check out my sponsoring workshop. It's a free two-hour webinar, sponsoringworkshop.com. And I actually give examples of how people are buying you. Right, people are not buying. I know. I know you love your product, you love your company, but people are not buying that. They are buying you first. Okay, moving on. I could talk about on and on again. Go to sponsoringworkshop.com to uh, for my free training there. Uh, it's a two-hour webinar. And last thing is, you know, the story. Make adjustments. You know, go get John's book. It's really. I got the book immediately uh, once it came out. It's on. You can get it on Amazon or you can go to the show notes page. Just go to mlnation.net. Put in John. Um, the show notes or the links to him. Connect with him. He is a veteran. He's one of the top, you know, 21 network marketing leaders by John Milton Fox book. Connect with him. Learn to see how he does it. Okay. Um, check out his book. His book talks about adjustments. You know, one of the adjustments you need to make is with your story. Make adjustments to your story. Small little adjustments. Remember, facts help a story sell. At the end of a presentation, no one's going to remember really much about your products or your company, but people always remember you what you said, your story. And John shared a really um, touching story about he went on stage and kind of forgot to fumble his notes and shared how he had dyslexia. He couldn't learn. And I'm sure that was probably one of the most memorable trainings he ever did. You know, I mean, the guy's probably done like thousands and thousands of trainings, but he just shared that was probably his proudest moment. And the training that he remembered was when he was able to share a story and touch lives because that's what we're basically about in this business. Um, And the last thing is related to that story what he shared in Dallas, our worst moments are going to be your proudest moments, the best parts of your story. So anything that's holding you back, like for me, I talked about my shyness. John talked about his dyslexia, how you want to be invisible in school, didn't want to talk to people. One day, you know, he, your worst moment will be your best part of your story. Visualize that. Don't use it to hold you back, but use it as fuel. And say, one day when I'm going to be on stage, I am going to share that part of the story. That's what I did. You know, even when I was only $100, a week in the business, I visualize myself. You know, I'm shy. I don't know, don't know many people. I speak a list. I speak fast. You know, so hey, one day when I'm on stage, I'm going to share that. Uh, and that's going, to be, that's going to inspire a lot of people. So list, list out. Don't be, you know, ashamed of your, you know, maybe you do have low self-esteem. Maybe you are shy. Maybe you're not good at talking to people. Maybe you don't have many friends. List them out. Those are going to be the best parts of your story when you get to the top. And I know you will get to the top, and I'll see you at the top. So thank you again for listening. If you like the show, go to mlnation.net. Again, check out John, John Heresma. Just type in John in the search bar. Leave a review on iTunes, please, please, please. That's the one thing I ask for you. Go to iTunes, not just on the Facebook review, but go to iTunes, leave a quick review. Or you can use Stitcher if you're on Android. And um, share those with others. Okay, We're all in the same profession. Thank you so much. And these leaders are such givers. We're, we need to be givers. Thank you again for John for sharing. And uh, thank you, ML Nation, for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.
Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare.